Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. Just me. And I'm for a phone. Perfect. We can definitely handle that. Yay! Well, you can handle it because you're used to being in front of microphones quite a lot. This is true. I have got. I have got used to being in front of microphones. I think this is actually quite a radio style setup now, so it's quite good. And I must say, I am in the kitchen, the lovely kitchen of Jennifer Rea. Yes, it's it's not bad. I feel it's one of those things that I've been planning to do something about to make it a wee bit better, but it's, it's not quite happened yet. I love yet. it, and I'm just like totally rolled over with your pulley. You've got a pulley. A pulley is a total it is dream. dream. It is the dream. It, um, I don't know why I would drive my clothes if I didn't have it. And I'm loving that I'm just, I'm inspecting your washing here. Oh, I know. And it's, it's a red wash. It's a red wash. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because we've got a mate who years ago, we were going out one night and he was literally wearing all beige. And he was like, I, I, I did a beige washing. And we still talk about this. We're like, who's got enough beige stuff to do a beige washing? Oh but you clearly God. have enough red stuff. I know. <laughs> apparently so. I think red is my colour. I like well, red. Then. Um, and I'm really embarrassed that I'm not taking it down before it comes. So I love you. We should definitely, <laughs> definitely start that before next time. No, thank you so much for doing this. Not um, at all. You are. I feel like you're everywhere, and it's amazing. Thank you. No, that's it's, very kind. You are a TV star, radio star, extraordinaire. <laughs> no, I mean I wish that was true. I've been, I've been very lucky. I've been quite busy over the last few years. I kind of. I don't know, I've just kind of dabbled along and it's worked out quite well, to be honest. This year has been the first year I've been like fully freelance in a presenting capacity, wow, so that's okay. been a wee bit different. Mm. Kind of last November was when I left STV mm. as a staff member. I was there for about four and a half years or so, so it was quite a wee while. Um, and then, so this year has been full of different projects, which has been quite nice. So I've started at Heart Radio, which yes. has been really good fun. So I'm doing the drive time there with Des Clark. And that's obviously like Monday to Friday, so that gives mm. you a wee bit of regular sort of... Yes, a bit of stability. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it, yeah, exactly. It gives <laughs> you a wee a bit told. of a routine. Yeah, exactly. Every now and again, you know where you're meant to be, which Yay. is always nice. <laughs> you don't need uh, quite check the diary. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, that's been really good. And it's a bit of a different skill and it's a nice team mm. to be working with. Because everything else I've done has been very much TV-based or yeah. maybe events-based, kind of live. But the live element is there with radio, so that's been really good. Um, just getting to do talk rubbish for, like, three hours. It's just, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. It's it is I'm doing with this podcast. My, my dream goal. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but I've also been really lucky because I've worked with some really good people. I've worked with a team called Up Next Studios, who yeah. a team of guys I worked with at STV yes. as well. And they've gone out on their own as well and set up in a brilliant company. And uh, we made uh, some People's History Show, which is yes. going to be out on STV as well in the new year. And they've, yeah, they're brilliant. They're a really yeah. nice team to work with and they let me Former go in. Former podcast guests. Absolutely. <laughs> Former Brother Brave guests. Um, but they, they're they really good as well because they let me go in and do a bit of like producing on the show as well. Awesome. And a wee bit of like just helping out and mm. chucking in my own ideas. It was very much like a collaborative process. They were in charge. They knew where they were going, yeah. what they were doing, but they, they listened. Yeah, exactly. And they, they want you nice. to be part of it, which is really good. Um, and I also uh, was really lucky because I got a chance to go on a, work on a travel show as well for I know like dream stuff um for BBC Scotland BBC Northern Ireland so it's a show called Getaways again that should be out sort of January time cool. um 
And that was, I got to go to Croatia, Philadelphia, Seville, a weekend kind of each. I know, it's ridiculous. Honestly, I couldn't believe it. They were like, so we think uh, we might quite like to use you for a travel show. And I was like, sign me up. Where's the diary? Let me involved. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, that's kind of dream stuff. I've always wanted a travel show. So that was amazing. Um, that was really, really just so much fun. And again, that I'm really excited to see that all come out. That should hopefully be out yeah, in the next couple of months. Um, and then alongside of that, I kind of do the Scottish Children's Lottery where there's lots of adverts that kind of spam the world on, on STV. <laughs> so, um, do you know, it's been, I've been so lucky. I've worked with some really nice people this year and kind of just got to keep chipping away. Like mm. a freelance world is very much like yeah. that. You don't really know what's going to happen. You just have to, you have to be proactive. You need to talk to people. You need to get out there. You need to be, when you work with people, you need to work hard. You need to give it your best shot. So hopefully they go, oh, she wasn't terrible. Right, we'll get her back. Well, we'll yeah, because I was thinking so. when you were saying, oh, I've been really lucky, and I'm like, yeah, but it's not luck. Oh, do you know what <laughs> I think? Maybe a smidgen of luck here yeah. and there, but... No, thank you. Absolutely I think absolutely hard work and talent and skill. I mean, and effort. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's and, a lot to and it. Just and the personality to do that. To when I think of you, I'm just every time somebody mentions you, I'm like, she's so nice. <laughs> I mean, you probably get that all the time. No, that, <laughs> that sounds like a bit of a beige answer. No, it, but it, like you are. You just you just radiate positivity. Anytime thank I've you. met you, you've just been nothing but lovely. And oh, just you. Thank you. That's so uh, nice. And that's important. That's yeah. important. That's what people remember. That's like, you know, no, that's very kind. That is you. No, I'm so, I'm, I'm glad that that's mm. kind of what, what you perceive because yes. that's, I kind of just try and be me. Like I Same. just can't, I can't be bothered trying to be anybody else. Like, I'm very much like, this is how I do it. And if you like it, brilliant. And I think that's something you develop over mm, over time yes, as well. I but and, but there's an element of me that kind of does want to make sure that you're nice to people because I hate it when people aren't nice to me. Yeah. Like, it's just a basic thing. Just yeah. don't be a rubbish so, person. So I actually know that. And I try my best <laughs> to live by that because I hate it when someone's rubbish to me. And you're yeah. like, just be nice because see the difference it makes in your day. See, even if you just talk to a random person mm-hmm. and they smile at you and say, oh, you're right. And you're like, oh. Yeah, I am. Or you go to a Tesco and they like totally. have a wee chat. And you're like, thanks so much. You have a nice day too, and you just feel happier. Well, what are we all here for? Exactly, just to have just like nice experience. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I'm glad because that's kind of what I just I try and do. Mm. And I think I've been so lucky to do the job I'm doing. Yeah, like, yeah. I love it, and that's rare. Not everybody gets mm. to do the job yeah, that they love. Yeah. And and media is a very fickle industry, and it could all yeah. change tomorrow. And yeah, I, can you, imagine, I, I yeah. might go and get a wee job in retail or law or whatever I've done. Mm. Like try and find something else but at the moment I am still getting to do something I absolutely love that's it, because you do love it you know it's easier to work hard yeah to the effort in, I think so because you, know? you know you're going for stuff that you know yes. you want to do uh-huh. and that that does make a difference mm. but then the, the people that I talk to and the things that I do I'm genuinely interested like Great. I genuinely want to know more I want to, to find out how to get on with this or what you've done today or what project you're working on like mm. all the interviews I've done with STV I, I care I do care and I think I hope that comes across and whether it's you Senators. care for those kind of like that conversation and you go that was mm. brilliant but you're not going to go and invest the next 10 years of your life and what they've yeah. talked about but for that sort of five ten minutes that is the most important thing you're talking yeah, about and that's nice that you're carrying about with yeah. you, everything that you've yeah. every conversation you've had everything you've heard you take a wee bit of something I, uh, yeah. it must be the same for you like because 100%. you might not care for the rest of your life what everyone's yeah. telling you and these but for that sort of yeah. hour or whatever you're recording you're like and I care, I I'm we interested. Need that. We need that in this day and age where we are just immersed in conversation. Totally. And everything else just goes away for yeah. an hour or whatever, or 10 minutes or however long Totally, it is. totally. Just looking at somebody and just having a right good blather. It does, it makes such yeah. a big difference. Although the problem is, once you get me started, it's very hard to stop. Well, I'm your pal. <laughs> <laughs> and have you always been 
this way in, in terms of being inquisitive, being happy to have a blather with people, finding out information. Like, what, yeah. what, who was Jennifer at school? I mean... I turned 30 this year and for the last 30 years I've pretty much been exactly the same person, honestly. I am so boring. I didn't really ever go through any like different phases or really anything. Yeah, yeah. I've always kind I'm of been... Bit, I'm your pal. I just, yeah. Well. I'm, I just, I'm just being way. me. Like, honestly, yeah. I think if you met me 15 years ago, you'd probably still be like, ah, oh, yeah, fair enough. Like, it's pretty much Jennifer today. Um, again, I look probably very similar as well. Like, I was always the tall person at school. Like, yeah. I grew very quickly. So in first year, I was like 5'8 or something. And I was like... <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, surprised. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah, every time I'm even to you... I'm a giant. I'm like, yeah. she's really yeah. tall. A giant among men, honestly. This <laughs> <laughs> is ridiculous. Well, actually, like, I'm... Me and my sister are about the same height, so we're okay. just short of six foot, and then my brother's like six foot five. Jeez. And my right. mum's the smout, five foot eight. Wow. So, yeah. Goodness, right. so um, but we're all, yeah, we're all quite tall. But mm-hmm. I was, I was tall at school. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I loved sport. I got out and about, okay. did loads of sport. I played a bit of music. I, did, I was just basically your absolute like classic bit of a geek really yes. I loved school I uh-huh. think school was just the best fun I I was lucky I was quite academic so I was quite good at a lot of different subjects yes. and again not for everybody but I I kind of embraced it I really enjoyed mm. it um I sort of stayed till sixth year as well obviously get every last drop out of school I was like having a great time <laughs> that's nice um, that's not always a story people a yeah. lot of people are just like hated school couldn't wait to leave yeah you know it's nice I, I think yeah I think it's sad I honestly yeah. I thought it was the best time I had so much fun I had no. great friends there were so many different clubs and things mm. that I got involved in, like the, the school I was at. They just give you loads of opportunities, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, and it was like a public school, normal sort of yeah, school. Yeah. Like yeah, just, yeah. But you know how we like, you had a netball club, you had a dance club, you had a running yeah. club. You just, you got out and you mm. got involved. You just totally um, that. Yeah, so that was really nice. I was head girl in sixth year, well, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah because yes. I am that big a loser. <laughs> I was like loving life I was like yeah I'm going to organise this I'm going to do that <laughs> but you know they gave me a lot of opportunities to to talk to have a bit of organisation mm. to be able to talk to teachers and a yes. kind of like right this is what we're doing this is how we're going yeah. to do like at so like what 17, 18 exactly <laughs> yeah. is, is quite a nice thing to be able to, to master also I got a lot of opportunities to, to like speak to assemblies in school so I always quite mm. enjoyed public speaking didn't Great, ever right, phase okay. me and I think that Brilliant. kind of developed that and I always took every opportunity I could to to talk to people to talk in front of people to mm. present to people and I think that's definitely helped me over my career having mm-hmm. that like experience of speaking to a room of people absolutely because now again I've sort of gone into sort of events and hosting mm-hmm. live dinners mm-hmm. and awards and that's quite a daunting experience when you're yeah, standing yeah. on a stage with like 500 people with a glass of wine in their well, hand as uh-huh. well that's always a challenge that, yeah, having performed at many events I get it yeah, yeah to then have, absolutely having to hold their attention it's tricky talking, that's a different yeah. kettle of fish oh, it is. from even what we do do you know what I mean as dancers at least you can pump up the music and do your thing you're like if somebody's watching great well the thing is though you're always doing something exciting whereas I've maybe got something like I need to tell them and the people <laughs> like, are, they don't care just listen like to 11 o'clock at night they're like <laughs> are you still talking but I think that kind of all stems back like just having absolutely. that experience yeah. Then I, at uni as well, it's kind of I did a course that you very much had to talk in front of people. I did a lot at uni, it was French. Yeah, so. Totally. so was this the plan? I knew I wanted to do media and okay. I knew I wanted to be a presenter. I looked at some media courses mm-hmm. at university and I just didn't think they were quite right for me because mm-hmm. I, I didn't know exactly what to, I didn't really want to be out filming or making stuff necessarily, but I wasn't 100% sure. Okay. Basically, as you'll discover, I am the most indecisive person in the world. So I just kind of guddle along till something <laughs> happens and then you're like, oh, that works, That's great. Fun. 
uh, yeah. So I, I I looked at sort of courses. I spoke to a couple of uh, people. I think they come into the school actually. Mm. A journalist, and he was like, "Don't do media if you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Go and get another degree. Get it under your belt. If you're academic, good. Go and get something that sort of just crosses a lot of different genres and mm. ticks a lot of different boxes. So something like law is quite." useful because it's meant to be quite good because it hones your thinking a wee bit and makes you a bit more logical it, mm. it hopefully encourages you to communicate better in terms yeah. of your writing your speaking you have to do things like debating and mooting and that kind of thing uh, yeah, yeah. I knew from the start of law like I didn't want to be a lawyer okay I was right. doing law wow. classes going what am I doing um I it's yeah heavy going. It, there's a lot to it there's there's not a lot of contact time necessarily there's a lot of reading there's a yeah, lot of sort of self yeah which is yeah. not my 40s so I'd go into the library and be like who wants to go for lunch like I am that annoying person but I did it like I did it with um, French as well so I did yeah. my third year abroad I I, yeah abroad? I, I lived in Lyon which I found oh, wow. so hard at the did start you? I'm so I am really glad I did it okay. and for me it was it was brilliant but the first sort of month or so was so hard because I'd been away I did like the summer camp thing America oh, yeah, camp yeah. America oh, cool. so I we worked in West Virginia for like three months, which was... That song just pops into your head. Oh, <laughs> sang at the campfire. I'm not going to lie to you. It's brilliant. I had the best three months ever. Like, I think it's probably three ah, of my favourite months of my life. Yeah, like, it was just that I know that's done it, loved it. Incredible. Totally loved it. You work hard, you come back. I was home for about a week. And then I went over to France. I was like, oh, I'll be fine. Don't worry, blah, blah, blah. I got to France and I was like, oh, we don't have anywhere to live, right? This is problematic. And you kind of just realise, I think the realisation hits you that what you've got to do and um, having to understand law in French. And I was like, I don't understand law in English. (laughs) Um, So challenging. Um, But, and I mean, I was, yeah, I mean, I was so close to coming home because I like phoned my mum after like 24 hours and I was like, my mum has work from home. And she's like, okay come home and I was like that's not what I need to hear from you now I need you to say come on get yourself together you'll be fine exactly but no I did I I managed to stick it out I mean she is I don't think she likes it when her when her like child cries she's like I can't handle it instead of just being like you'll be all right um but no I I met great friends over there we did lots of traveling we kind of went away once a month once you're in mainland Europe Mm. you're great so yeah of course it was very good I I loved it it was a great year and then I came back and then went back to camp again actually did another three months in West Virginia yeah so you know I absolutely loved the fact that Mm. I did uni and it was right for me it suited my personality I didn't necessarily love the course but I got the degree I finished it off I think for me it's been useful because Mm. I because of kind of a modeling background as well yes um which I'd done for years and then I went straight out of uni and became a Scotland for a year which again bit of a curveball people don't quite expect it but it's been great to have the law degree under my belt with that because I think rightly or wrongly people Mm -hmm. have preconceptions of what you're going to be um as a Miss Scotland which I I don't think is fair but it's there it's society Mm -hmm. that's fine so having a law degree people don't know what box to put you in and that's been nice the probably the most yeah. useful thing about having yeah, a degree which 100%. again right or wrong but it's been good and yes it trained me lots of things yes it gave me some great friends from mm. Glasgow uni from when I was in France like I, I, everything about it was great I loved it apart from the studying that wasn't my forte <laughs> I know the studying at university was what got me everything else was Six. great just done away I know if you got the friends and totally stuff wrong. that'd be nice um, <laughs> but no it was it was a good a good experience and then but that has been useful I think so you had have. just been modeling in your kind of 
spare time throughout uni then? Yeah, 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 pretty much. I mean, I I started at Model Team, which is kind of one of the biggest agencies in Glasgow, mm-hmm. and actually probably one of the biggest agencies in Scotland. Yeah. And I joined there when I was really young, actually. Again, it wasn't kind of anything I'd ever really thought of. It was one of my mum's friends, uh, a lovely woman called Sharon Kane. She had modelled for a few years and she kind of met me when I was about 12 and was mm-hmm. like... Oh, and by this point, obviously, already really tall. And <laughs> she's like, should we go and get some pictures taken? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? So I was kind of part of model team from about 12. Yeah. And it was never a full-time thing by any means. No. But I did things like, um, when I was 15, I went over to Berlin with the hairdressers Alan Alan Edwards and did a hair show at L'Oreal and things like that. Jesus. I know I was down to, like, a, the Royal Albert Hall in London. I've done uh, like the wee cover of Jenner's like magazine. Like I've done yeah. lots. I did Scottish oh wedding directory yes. stuff at like seventeen in a wedding dress. Yeah. It's hilarious. Jesus. But I was looked older than I was. I still do from about forty five. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was great. So yeah. I kind of had all those experiences over the and years. Just not phased. Kind of. No, I honestly think it's an element of naivety in me and that I just go, dee 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 this will be fun. Yeah, great. Like, great. I've never really... Yeah, you think about it. And I think I've got worse the older I've got. Like, I overthink things more now and, like, yeah, last few person. years where you're just like, yeah, before you just yeah. got on with it, you're like, ah, yeah. oh, this is a great opportunity, yes. I'll do it. Yeah. And then you get to, like, so I just turned 30 this year and mm. I'm like, definitely the last few years I've got worse because I'm just like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Yeah. Whereas before I was have just done it. And I think you're just more aware that... I suppose in theory you've got less time. I think, and yeah, for the yeah, at uh, the risk of signing more. Even if you're not, uh, but even but, if you're that, but it's not even a yeah, conscious thought. Yes. It's not like oh, I have less time to do no. this. You're just more aware that you've made it's other decisions, so you've got to make certain other yeah, decisions or certain like things. Totally, and maybe <clears> things <throat> that were an option aren't an option anymore, <clears throat> or there won't be an option if you make this decision. Whereas I'm like, oh, I don't which know, I don't know. Which probably is, isn't true. But totally it just not. Seems like that. A hundred percent. It's your brain yeah, playing tricks on you. Hundred percent. Getting older, you're like, damn it. I mean, we're not even that old, but <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Is you just get a wee bit more mature, you get a wee bit more aware of things. Yeah. You just sort of. You think with all the experience, you would be less. You would think yeah, so. You'd just be like, yeah, because I mean, it's kind of worked out. Yeah. Yeah, it's done okay. But somehow, yeah, it flips. You totally overthink it. And I mean, I've actually got one of my really close friends, she's like an overthinker, even like worse than me, but we are sitting sometimes, you just put the world straight and you're like, and what about this? And what if I do that? And if I should have been doing this? And I think before you hit 30, you have one of those like crisis of L, you're like... Do you vocalise it to somebody? Yeah, I I mean, again, as you probably can tell, I don't (laughs) shut up, so it's problematic. I need to say it or I'll burst. Um, Do you know what? My sister's probably the closest because she's as mental as I am. So the two of us have the same mental thoughts. So do you know what I mean? Sometimes you just need somebody to comfort you yeah, and say just go, oh, I know, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just need an I know I know instead of sometimes you speak to people and they'll be like yeah but you know and you're like I don't care I'm just having a crisis <laughs> just say yes and then I'll just be like, fine me, I know I'd- just need to get it out of my system uh-huh. god everyone has it and I think yeah. that's um, I think that's the important thing to remember is when you're overthinking or you're questioning yourself mm. even the people that you think have got their life together so have got no idea what's going so on true. Like, it, it's, it's amazing. They're maybe just not vocalising. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And if you know what you're doing with your life, A, tell me how you're doing it or B, you're lying. Who are these people? I've got it together. You've either got some incredible secret or you're actually lying to me and to you and everyone Pants else. And fire. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I admire, though, that, that honesty. I always thought that when you were an adult, you would know what was going yeah. on. Like, that was it. You, you get uh-huh. it. Like, you'd... You'd have a job 
and you'd know everything yeah. about that job and, and you'd you would know all how... of a sudden feel like an adult and if you have got your life together and you know what you're doing at all points go I, you yeah I know well done well done <laughs> fan fears I just don't <laughs> for you. I just don't believe there's anyone that knows what they're doing 100% of the time yes there's areas you feel confident yes there's yeah. areas you know what you're doing and everyone does you've got and your expertise you've got your experience in a state of anxiety yeah. <laughs> I'm not stressed all the time <laughs> it's just you know those moments you're like I don't actually know what I'm doing you're yeah. like oh well carry on it's going well I'm going just keep anyway. see what's happening <laughs> Um, yeah it's that just yeah. kind of getting on with it seeing what happens that's, Great. that's the best for me that's the way that's mm. worked best so you just so had that attitude as a young person like yeah I can go to Berlin and go and model for yeah. model. it's kind of one of those weird things I didn't honestly mm. I don't remember thinking about it I don't I also think maybe I just like just just do stuff and then don't quite consider it. I think sometimes you look back and you go, that was quite cool. But at the time, you don't really think <laughs> about it. it. I think then, again, that comes down a wee bit to how people package themselves. Mm. Like, you read people's biogs online, you're surrounded by stuff online, like um, Twitter biogs, Instagram bios, mm. like people's websites, people's sites saying, oh, I do this, that, and the next thing. And so you read it and you're like, oh my goodness, that's incredible. Uh-huh. And then you're like, I would just be like, Jennifer, <laughs> Glasgow. <laughs> just turned 30 no idea what I'm doing in my life like, but yeah you can make it sound way cooler it depends true, how you true. package it so you yeah. could so technically I've modelled on a catwalk in New York models in Berlin models in London mainly in Scotland mm-hmm. been in front covers of magazines you could be like international model that's yeah, a lie but done, kind done, of true boom. but it's a very loose like statement because I it's didn't really <laughs> but like yeah or you could be like yeah, just, it just depends how you package yourself how you sort of say to the world this is who I am. Whereas I just met you, I'm Jennifer. Hiya. Like, it's, it's different. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with packaging yourself well. It's just when you compare yourself to other people, you shouldn't mm. really read too much into so how true. other people put themselves forward because yes. it doesn't mean you're any worse. Yeah. Which I've been guilty of. You read stuff and you're like, oh my goodness, I've not done anything. <laughs> Honestly, all the time you read other people's stuff and you're like, oh, I've done so do much. How have they done that? And then you're like... <laughs> And reality check, Jennifer. Uh-huh. It's okay. Like, and so, you are you, and you are on your own path, and you're in your own lane. Do your own thing. It's, it's great to appreciate what other people are doing, um, but don't try and emulate that. Or you are just you. Be, be inspired, your, but don't yes, be anxious about exactly. it. Exactly. Use that as fuel to do you. It's okay to feel a bit of jealousy, but anger, all the time, all, all the emotions yeah. are fine. It's how you then control them and deal with them yeah. into something more positive. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And. You, earlier on you were talking about the kind of perception of you you know, becoming Miss Scotland and that kind of is that something that you've came up against, against time and time again in terms of like oh you're yes. just a model in inverted goals yes yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean it's thankfully it's not something that I've dealt with too much mm-hmm. because I've I think because I've got on paper, yeah. that's when people judge you most because I think mm. once you meet me, you can see that maybe I don't fall under your stereotypical. You've got the package. What annoys me a wee bit though is that there's nothing wrong with being that model, that of Miss Scotland, not. that like wanting to go into that industry. There's not a problem, Absolutely and that not. kind of that's annoys a me. And you work very hard. hundred percent. You do a lot for that, but then fine, that's not exactly that's what I not, want to be. I want to be working be. in media, uh-huh. so I think people think you've got mm-hmm. to have something to say for yourself. Mm-hmm. Media. So I hopefully within meeting me relatively quickly you get yeah. that I've yeah. I, I've got far too much to say for myself and <laughs> that I I do want to talk so yeah so I think the judgment maybe comes on paper which is yeah. why I'm glad that I've got the law degree there because mm. they can kind of go side by side so you can't make 
that judgment too quickly yeah, because you can see that there's different strings to the boat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, it's not something I've had to fight against too much. I think there's definitely an awareness kind of in media and just the world in general. Like I, again, was a bit naive to it that I don't, like there's discrimination to an extent still mm. against women. Like I've met so many brilliant women yeah. and men across mm. and there's no, I've never really come up with any big hurdles. But, and yeah, that's very, I'm very lucky to have that. But I do think that you're, you're just aware that there's still that, just that thought, just that way you're treated sometimes is a mm. wee bit differently to maybe the men yeah. that you're working with. Or mm. that. And that is frustrating, mm-hmm. but it's also good that you can see it. You can see that it's changed. That you yeah. can see that most people aren't thinking like that, yeah. but it's still ingrained so you can in there. An awareness of it, so that if it totally. does come up for you personally or someone, you know, a colleague, a female colleague, that you can be there and yeah, stand up. You can be aware that. of yeah. it, and I think I would always say something yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you're ever aware or you're like, mm, just because I'm the Not girl, I yeah. don't get to do this. I don't get to say that. No. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do this because that's and you that's come how it should be. And you're probably supposed to get a person who would. Yeah, I, I think it's important. It was, you, you felt you needed yeah. to. Yeah, and I don't think it should be necessarily a gender thing, but it should be about like who can do it best. Always like so, if it is a man, yeah. brilliant, he should do yeah. it. But I, I am quite a strong believer, and I can do just as well, if not better, than yeah. a lot of men out there. Like most women, like mm. we are on that equal path. And I think again, sort of, there's some arguments again against like things like Miss Scotland being anti-feminist and it's not but I, for me again it's, it's it's a celebration of women I chose to be there so did yeah. all the other girls it's a great platform there's a lot of benefits to it yeah for yeah, me when I was a cheerleader totally you know and, and I would see the looks on some other, other. Yeah, so, usually you know, women's face yes at you know these balls and different things events you know and it was like this just dismissive you could just see it yeah. And you you felt you felt like then you were dancing to her yeah. that woman and you know going oh. like I I'm doing this because I want to do it. We're yeah. professional dancers. Yeah, but you're an athlete as well. Yeah, totally. We were we were apps. We were traveling. You're incredible. Around. We loved it. Um, we have a other things in our lives other than this. But if we didn't, that's fine then too. Who cares? Yeah. 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 Um, although I think when we, when I did the cupcakes, there was less of that. I think yeah. the cupcakes just everybody kind of gets it right away. More stylish. Yeah, I used to get quite defensive actually. Yeah. You see that kind of look over some women's face, and you're like, be empowered for this. I know, totally. But I think it was just like an assumption of the uniform, the outfits yeah. we're wearing. I've never had that thought about other women no. thinking, assuming that they're one thing. Surely they can do whatever they want because yeah. see if a man stands a candle and topless. Yeah. Like, it doesn't get ah, anywhere near the same body. judgment as... that. I couldn't agree more. A young, fit, yeah. athletic body. And gosh, should I have appreciated that young, fit body at the time? <laughs> so I look back and I'm like, oh, man. I I'm was so down on myself. And now I'm like, geez, that's not happening ever again. No, I know, ah. I know. You don't appreciate it. You, you don't. definitely don't. No. But that, I agree with that. Like, kind of live and let live. Do your own thing. Yeah. There's no harm in it. It's athletic. It's fit. Yeah. It's showing off that you're healthy yeah. and, and confident. And all have had and going to shoot you know different campaigns around the world and all the things you've done yeah that's amazing that's yeah. life experience oh my never goodness yeah I've had so much stuff. fun doing yeah. it I've loved it I mean actually I think that my Scotland was quite key in, in helping me have the confidence to go after the media thing if I'm Great. totally honest Brilliant. because obviously coming out of a law degree I was applying for like traineeships and things in the BBC I'd been part of student tv at Glasgow Uni as well oh, and that was cool. really good yeah. and that was really helpful give you a bit of an insight into what it was all about mm. but I was applying for these traineeships and stuff I wasn't really getting anywhere I had done some modelling I thought do you know what I'm just going to apply for Miss Scotland why not I've spoken to a couple of girls who'd done it sounded like quite good fun great yeah. I really didn't think I was going to get anywhere with it 
obviously it worked out and I was like oh this sounds quite well for me good um I remember honestly I remember telling my mum because I was still living at home when I was at uni and I said to her I was like oh mum I think I might apply for this she's like yeah do what you want like and they're so supportive but it was kind of one of those like doesn't matter like sure uh, yeah chuck it in and you're like it wasn't Mm. like oh it's a big decision do it like you might win it was like yeah chuck it in see what happens and you're like yeah great uh it was funny but that do you know I think that's an element of some of my like not thinking things too much or thinking things too highly is probably my mum and dad they're quite good mm. at just being yeah, a bit like they're a bit like yeah you're fine whatever <laughs> and I know they're like proud of me and everything but of they're course. also quite good at just going yeah that's fine good well done carry on <laughs> you're like okay I have to try and work a bit harder next time <laughs> it's good so but you know it's a good thing I think to have yes. that element of and they're yeah they're always very supportive and they're always very Great. happy that you're doing well but honestly like that year gave me Give me a year to do, and again, I was lucky. Yeah, I stayed all the at home. That I, must I did. I mean, I, I climbed Kilimanjaro. I ran the London Marathon. They were both charity what? things for yeah That's for awesome. Wobbly Williams, a funding Euro charity. Mm. A guy called Brendan Williams. He's amazing. It's he got diagnosed with Parkinson's at thirty nine, um, yes. and he's been fighting with a lot of other people to try and find a cure. There's mm. a professor called Stephen Gill. It's a big long conversation, mm. but they're doing amazing, amazing things. So I did. Um, I yeah, did the London Marathon with them and did climb Kilimanjaro with them yeah. for sort of profile and trying to raise money and all that kind of thing, which was great. I still keep in touch with them. They're, they're a great awesome. team. Um, so I've loved doing that. But also, yeah, went to New York, did stuff with the Tartan Week, walked in the catwalk, yes. had a big dress made that I got to wear. Like, it was amazing. But then back in Scotland, it gave you that extra novelty factor, that platform to go out and speak to other people. Yeah. So I went and got... I got work experience at STV, did like three weeks of unpaid work experience mm. as kind of a runner researcher and then managed to stick in there, did stuff behind the scenes production wise okay. uh, for maybe about a year and a half after that, worked in the BBC, worked in uh, STV, worked at IWC, all the kind of indies mm. as a runner, as a researcher, um, worked on Antiques Road Trip as the runner driving yes. around the wee van bubble wrapping all the antiques like it's such a good learning curve yeah, though because you just you get a sense of what everybody does you, you understand the industry and I loved doing it mm. it was great I was again very lucky to have point, a are you big mix in a situation where you're like I don't know what I'm doing like I just, every day because <laughs> I'm just like going she just did it like do you ever go oh I don't know if I can do that or do you just get in it and then go Oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but okay, we'll just go there. Yeah, I think you never fully know what you're doing in life in general. I feel <laughs> as if I believe in that, but I I am, again, I suppose, again, I'm about to say quite lucky, but I just, I kind of just go for it, because I'm like, well, why not? I can't mm. do any worse. And I'll ask lots of questions. I yes. ask a lot of people, I'm like, what do you want me to do here? Mm. How do I do that? And then again, I'm I, I, quite good at taking instruction. Mm-hmm. So if you say to me, you need to sit and do that, do this, do that, and I'll go, no bother, I'll do that. <laughs> And I do what you've just told me Uh to do. So I suppose that was quite good for learning. And I knew I was really keen and I knew Mm -hmm. it's the kind of industry that it's all about pushing yourself, learning as much as you can, talking to people, making relationships. Mm. That's one of the things I enjoy most is talking to people yeah, and making friends in an and industry relationships where everybody's done that before you totally so, they, so they'll get it even if they've kind of forgotten yeah like I don't think I've actually ever been all that hesitant in terms of my ability to do the job I've kind of I feel like I've taken it quite slowly I've not got I didn't get to 18 and go I want to be a presenter and just push myself in I feel for me that wouldn't have been right it's mm-hmm. not really my personality I feel mm-hmm. like I need to kind of set my foundations a lot more yeah. and it's great if that works for you at 18 and you've got that confidence I'm jealous but for me it was all about learning different things so I yeah. feel like I've got to a point now where 
the skill set that you have. Yeah, I feel like I've learned a lot over uh, the years. So, yeah. And I am keen to go and speak to the guys who do the sound or the vision or the filming. We've done some training on camera, so I can go and shoot to a basic level. Yeah, but I can, I can film you a VT, come back, edit it, and put it on the screen. And I did that at STV2 and then awesome. went and presented the show. Yeah. So you feel like you've got quite a good grounding. Just I feel like of so many yeah, skills. Yeah, I, I've yeah. been lucky to have a lot of different experiences. Mm. So very much a believer in asking questions and how to do okay. things. I, I don't understand people who just sit and go, I don't know how to do it, so I'm just not going to. Like, what? <laughs> ask somebody. Ask. I'll ask anybody. Honestly, oh. I have no qualms. I'm like, so tell me more about this. How do I do that? All <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I thought that, but that's fine. You, I was wrong. Like, I just, I think, don't be afraid to be wrong. And that, if you're okay. not afraid to be wrong and make mm-hmm. a mistake, then you can't. Who cares? Like, yeah, go yeah, for like, it. Like, I'm not saving lives here. Like, exactly. Like, I'm doing a job I mean, that's I'd fun. Ask the question and know how to do it. First time, then just like make a big mess. Hundred percent. Just I, I think that again. I think I'm also a person that you think of kind of worst case scenario, and if someone says, "Oh, well, this is all ruined," you're like, "Well." I believe that I did the right thing because I asked this person, I tried this, it didn't work. So I can justify myself. Yes. I like to be able to kind of think that thing yeah, right yeah. and go, well, I I've asked. done this, I've asked, I've done this. And if it didn't work, I'm really sorry, but I did my best shot. That's honestly always the mm. way I think. I'm like, just get out there and give it a shot. Apparently that's how I've worked for the last <laughs> years. Actually, I didn't think about it too much, but yeah, that's the way to do it. And I, whilst doing that, I kind of tried to keep doing a bit of presenting for corporate stuff as well. I'd made relationships with some sort of videographers and filming teams and had gone out and done some like golf days or some different events. I got to host the Miss Scotland the year I handed over my title as well, which was great. I kept in touch with the Miss World organisation because I went to Miss World as well during my year as Miss Scotland, um, which I thought was going to be great. It's going to be so exciting somewhere else in the world. It was in London. We came up to stay at Creef Hydro, which to be fair was amazing. Um, So Edinburgh Castle, I was like, I've seen this one. it ended up working quite, quite well, but I stayed in touch with the, the like the organisation because mm. I ended up doing quite well at Miss World and um, basically managed to go and work with them back in 2013 and went over and did their web presenting, like oh, online man. content for the Miss World in Bali in Indonesia. So I spent like a month in Bali. That was going straight from being a runner on Antiques Road Trip to a month in Bali as a presenter for online website. Like, Honestly, life doesn't make sense. You just have to roll with the punches and see yeah, what happens. Your mom, um, so so I'm off to Indonesia. <laughs> see you later. Bye. She's like, can I come? That sounds great. <laughs> so, no, it's been good. It's been yeah. very... It's been a, a mishmash of stuff, but mm. it's been a lot of fun. And the freelance world... I was in kind of freelance when I came yeah, out of uni. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's not a scary place to be. It's not, and it is. I think... Um, it's daunting when you go through phases of not having work and you, you definitely go, I'm never going to work again. Do you know what I, I mean? You do. So glad you said that. Thank you. Always. I've been doing this for a long time and I still, I'm like, you know, yeah. something will happen. Yeah. You'll like, make something happen. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. you will make something happen because you'll, you'll mm. speak to somebody and even if it's not exactly what you want to do, something will happen. Yes. You will find some mm. work. You will find something to do. Because people like to help people, especially if you're a nice person and you've made the effort to try and help out other people in the past. Yes. They want you to do well. They mm. want you to help you. So they will find something, whether it's just a wee job or something. And you will do that something. for other people. That's the thing. Do you know 110%. what I mean? You will always put yourself out and, and suggest for other people. So trust totally. that they will do that for you. Exactly. So that that's going to... You, you will be fine, but mm. it's a terrifying place to be. You do uh-huh. think it's going to be... Um, yeah, that you'll never do anything ever again. You're like... <laughs> all over um and I've, I've gone through that kind of both mm. times even like this year at the start of the year um, I had a really good couple of months 
after ICV, like I just took December off and was like the most Christmassy person in the world. I was like, yes. having so much fun, mulled wine for breakfast, woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> thankfully, I did not drink mulled wine for breakfast, so that's not appropriate. Um, but you know what I mean, it has a really nice yes. sort of Christmas. Yeah, totally. uh, went down to London, saw friends, went away with family, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, January, me and my sort of other half, we went to Peru. I mean, Jamie did that. It was great. Amazing. Pretty much spent January. We booked it like a couple of weeks before and we're like, do you know what? We've got a bit of money. We've got time. Let's do it. Mm. So we, yeah, we went and did like a month basically exploring Peru, which was just the best thing ever. So I got back and I was like, oh, life's great. And then you're like, oh, oh, I've got to work out what to do with myself now. How does that work? Oh, and then you just, you definitely quite Mm. quickly kind of can go down to a place where you're like probably never going to work again I'm like yeah. well uh, Jamie Jamie you can support me yeah. <laughs> I'm like again not ever going to happen I do yeah. not want to no to, to be in that position I, I want to no. be able to support myself yeah. obviously you enjoy what you do you want to totally. be doing what you so do. you have those moments again mm. I had them when I was younger sort of doing the research around our stuff at the start trying to establish yourself as a as a name as somebody to trust that's a very hard thing to do mm. when you're walking into an industry that okay. you've never worked in before yeah. when they've got people that they know Mm. trying to get in there and say no 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 but you should take me me. that's Uh, a very hard thing to mm. do so that I find that very hard definitely for a few months when you're kind of you've got more days at home than you do not you're like and and people that don't understand that world of freelance where there are yeah they're like all right so you've you've got got days off that's great you're like it's no holiday yeah I'm stressed out my box (laughs) yes totally so true but sometimes me being stressed out of my box means just kind of sitting on the sofa and avoiding the world like I'm not actually sometimes you're proactive and sometimes you're just like I feel numb I don't know what to do so I'm going to do nothing just I'll just sit here daytime TV that sounds yeah. fun uh-huh. <laughs> like, and so, like it, it only takes for somebody to say something to me that's like I've just blown it out of all proportions like totally. oh like so like you've not got much on in December then and I'm like oh my goodness and I think we have this thing where we have to say we're busy all the time like that there was like a trend of everybody going oh I'm so busy and I'm like are you? I'm not that busy like, <laughs> in December. Because obviously being busy is a great problem to have at yes. the moment and having work is a nice thing and mm. being a demand. But I do think you've got to appreciate the ups and downs and enjoy the not busy times. Like, True. Which is hard, easier yeah. said than done. Because you, you, you then become your work. Totally. But you need to just have time to be yeah. like, I'm a very firm believer in holidays and great. spending yeah. time with yes. friends and family and because that's when I'm having the best fun. Mm-hmm. I love my job and I yeah. do have an incredible experience doing that. But ultimately... Again, sounds almost a bit cliched and a bit cheesy, but I am definitely happiest when I'm with friends, family, people that are just important. doing something nice. Yeah, yeah. Just something like sitting on the sofa. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just going out for a walk in the park and being like, oh, do you know what? This is good. Like, yeah. That kind of thing is good. Because you, you are a multi-layered person. You aren't just somebody who works. Yeah. You are I wouldn't want to be. You are a partner. Yeah. You are a friend. And yeah, yeah. all these experiences are important. You don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, I can't come can't come to that can't make that and sometimes you need to be absolutely i'm that that person quite often but yeah but it's important for you to have downtime and not think about work so much i mean Mm -hmm. this year i've um had so many good like close friends and getting married i've been at eight weddings this year yeah and you know what the thing is they've all been like really close friends they've all been amazing and you always like want to put everything into being there and seeing them and everything but yeah exactly i don't have time to work all the time i've got too much socializing (laughs) to do Weddings to go to, hen weekends to go and have parties on. Like, yeah, I can't possibly work. Sorry. So yeah, definitely. Uh, that's it's just fun. It's yeah. good. It's nice to be with friends and family all the time. I think that's that's my most important thing. And then taking on 
new challenges, I guess the headspace for that like now the radio presenting like you were saying that's not like TV. No, radio is very different to TV for me. Mm-hmm. I mean I've never really been in radio until obviously this year properly. Um and doing the drive time with Des has been a good experience because Des has got a lot of experience in radio. He's mm-hmm. kinda done over a decade of, of radio yeah. so it's kind of like breathing to him it's very natural his chat is very good um, working with the producer as well Steve who's like a good guy who again his sort of radio is in his DNA they've, they've okay. both sort of done a lot of radio over the years and I kind of come in and presenting on TV is very it's a bit more presentary uh-huh. if that makes yeah, any yeah. sense mm. where you're kind of like you're showing something you're interviewing and you're doing this is a link to camera welcome to the show whereas on radio you're like so you'll never guess what happened yesterday. Like, it's conversational. I suppose yeah. it's probably more like this podcast. Yes. It's uh-huh. that kind of chatty, but mm. it needs to be concise, which is a challenge for me. Mm. <laughs> a couple minute length, like a couple of lines. It needs to say something, but not too much. Like, yeah. you need to kind of have a bit of a hook or a bit of a punchline. It's commercial radio as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's short and snappy, but you've got adverts. You've got music is king. Yeah. You want to hear good tunes. Mm. So it's a, it's a so skill that I'm trying to learn, I suppose. Yeah. Like, there's a broadcast element to it so obviously there's transferable skills but ultimately it is quite a different style of presentation Mm -hmm. a different style that you've got to kind of tweak and hone and try and get a wee bit better at I'm very bad if you've got to think quickly of repeating the same word or the same phrase which you really it's like a verbal tick you've got to try and pick out so I've been told just the last week that I keep saying so basically and it's kind of thinking time before you get into the next sentence so basically this is the story and you're like oh I said I mean obviously editing the podcast I'm just like stop saying the word absolutely and it's absolutely I I do quite I don't say in everyday life a lot but I think on the podcast and I'm like because actually when I went to interview up next studios yeah Graham was saying to me, the skill is to nod when people are talking. I'm like, I just can't, sorry. I just have to vocalise it. <laughs> you know, and not yeah. constantly going, yeah, totally. And yeah. That, is my, that is my buzzword, totally. I totally. say that in every day. Like, I say definitely as well quite oh, a lot. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. But it's so hard. And you want, totally. like you're saying, you wanted to be conversational. Totally. You wanted to be... said it again. <laughs> I was like, you I just said that. It's natural. That's the thing. so hard. Trying to find new words is difficult and yes. trying to present it in a slightly different like, way is oh, difficult. Where are, where is the exactly. <laughs> I think though, again, that's what makes kind of radio difficult because see presenting on screen and television, I've definitely developed the nod because you know it's easier for the edit because if somebody edits that with you're going, oh yeah, that sounds great. Like... <laughs> It's a very hard edit because you're like, oh, Jennifer, shut up. Can't believe you said that. Whereas, obviously, if you're just um, you're just chatting and you're going, mm-hmm. and it feels awkward because you know that person's looking at you going, what are you doing? Losing it. Like a naughty dog. dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it does. You, you do feel start to feel more natural because you can, I've got, I've again, I've got one of those stupid faces that are very expressive. So like oh, my wrinkles in my head are like <laughs> mental because I'm always like raising my eyebrows going, oh yeah, yeah. But that's what I suppose I've tried to develop changing again on radio because you can't see it there's no visuals so you've got to verbally do that without jumping on top of people and talking on top of other people doesn't sound good on radio because obviously you can't hear what either person's saying but you've got to be able to kind of intertwine so it's not your bit my bit your bit it's a conversation but it's it's about timing as well so that's yeah I feel like I need to nail this for the podcast Jennifer (laughs) I appreciate from doing this this year I appreciate what you're saying like that is a skill it's just about getting timing right um and I do need to continue to work on it and I think that's good I like having a challenge I like having something different Mm. I think as a presenter being able to present on radio and tv is important 
important. If you look at a lot of the big names that are on some form of radio show as well as mm-hmm. being on screen, your Claudia Winkleman's, your Graham Norton's, mm-hmm. your uh, look at the heart lineup. It's got people like Emma Bunton. It's got Amanda Holden, Jamie Thiexton, like, and Jennifer Reich. Jennifer Reich, very important yeah. name in there. Absolutely. You're looking at all those people that are on screen very much, and that's how you know them, maybe. Yeah. But the radio is a different medium it's a different way of communicating mm. you probably find out more about them on the radio actually in yeah, conversational sense than course, you do yeah, yeah. in the presentation on on screen because you'll get a bit of the sense of them but they're presenting to you whereas the radio is a chat mm. it's a conversation it's a bit more one-to-one yeah and is there like a is there like a bucket list of things i mean literally your bucket list i mean give me give me everything you've done and i'll just start now <laughs> No, I have had a lot of opportunities and I've been incredibly... You've both hands and you've made the absolute best of it and you've went in there with positivity and good energy and hard work. That you've yeah. made that happen, like because it's already been presented with stuff, but whether you actually take it and then do something so. good with it is another. Thing. No, you're right, and yeah. I, thank you. That's it's very kind of you because I do again. I have been I have been very fortunate because there are a lot of different opportunities that mm. have kind of presented themselves. And, yeah. But I do agree. I I definitely grab them. I'm yeah, like you, great. Like I want to do talk it. About trusting people are like they can trust you to. Go I hope and do so. A good yeah. Job. Like yeah. present this opportunity to you because we know you'll you'll do good with it yeah and the more you kind of work hard and show hopefully show people that you can do that the more that you get opportunities arising Mm. so that's a nice thing but I don't know (sighs) bucket list stuff I mean career wise I would love to try and do some more UK wide stuff Mm -hmm. I mean I did my first report on this morning at the start of this year which was exciting and um, it was really good I mean it's not developed directly into other things but it was just meant to be that one off yeah. that, that freelance thing where you get involved they need a story you're there brilliant mm-hmm. and I'm still in touch with them and still trying to speak to people about trying to work forward and do some more stuff UK wide it's tricky because I love being in Scotland and I love being in Glasgow and I think that always I want that to be my home mm-hmm. which is good because you can move about that's yeah, not a bad yeah, thing and yeah. a lot of stuff is decentralising out of maybe London there's mm-hmm. more going on across the country again mm-hmm. which is a great thing um, and I'm happy to move and travel and stay other places for like short-term project or if there was that dream job you, you go yeah, and I would st- I'm still up yeah, for that yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'd love to so yeah maybe more UK stuff but mm-hmm. what I've been doing up here in Scotland I've, I've absolutely it's loved I think there is a potential for a wider audience like the BBC travel stuff is going out in Northern Ireland as well and just there and a lot of stuff goes out online and that's got mm, a bigger audience like it course, spreads yeah, and, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you just need to keep working and pushing because yeah, you're filming stuff and then it's like you're saying it's not going out right away so you're like oh god yeah I did that thing and it's coming out in January or whatever exactly yeah, so there's like when you're doing it and you're in it and you're just getting it done but then it's not you necessarily know, out there for people to digest a, a yeah type thing. exactly so, so yeah that's um as exciting when mm. hopefully that'll go out next year and again hopefully that leads to other opportunities if people mm. see that the kind of style of work that you do does it fit in other things are they interested in maybe using for other projects so you've just got to stay open to things you've got to say having a conversation you've got to push yourself out there just a mm. bit and I don't believe that means saying I'm amazing, I'm amazing, I'm amazing. It's saying I'm available, I'm keen to learn, I think I could bring this to you. It's because yeah. it's not a very Scottish thing, is it? And maybe no, that's something not. we're bad at. But I don't think again, being Scottish I suppose, so it's not the most objective sort of way of looking at it, but I think that's quite a good thing. I, I like being able to say, This is what I'll bring to you. Don't set people's expectations too high. And if you're better than that, then brilliant, because they tend to be like, Oh, 
that was great thanks and you're like yeah. I'm so glad you were happy with it because if you come in and say I can do this to a decent level they're like okay we'll give you a chance and then if you go in and you prove yourself that's the best way to do it I, I don't really believe in talking yourself up too much mm-hmm. you want to kind of prove rather than tell yes, if yes. that makes Proof sense in the pudding, like just doing it doing yeah, it actions speak louder than words very much so yeah. so I do believe that you've got to sell yourself but just be careful how you sell yourself yes I'm the best person you'll ever see not true like <laughs> Just gonna use that sound bite now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best person you'll ever see. God, that's all I that's all I got that's from her. She, she just said that over and over I again. Really... What a horror. <laughs> no, honestly, like that's why I wanted you on the podcast because every time I've been in your presence, you have been exactly the same way as you always are. Thank you. And you absolutely nail the job. Like every time you're just and you're like a people person. People obviously just the, the positivity that you radiate. People gravitate towards that. Thank you. And you are totally nailing your passion. You are far too kind, honestly. Thank you. And that's I mean, you're not doing too badly yourself, well, Lisa. Yeah, right, right. just like nailing life. And this is an attempt <laughs> at a hobby, and it's a lovely hobby to have because it unites me with people that uh, you know inspired yeah. me to continue and do it's what nice. I'm doing yeah. um, but also has been able to unite other people together and yeah. projects and stuff which is great I'm all for the people yeah just thoughts become things put stuff out and Lisa Kennedy all for the people that's who he's looking <laughs> no, but no, you're right though. It's nice. It's just nice to have a conversation yeah, to talk to. Really sometimes is. reflect because I think sometimes people can go a bit too quickly. You just get caught up in what your bubble is now, mm-hmm. what you're doing now. You yeah. do forget to sometimes have a think about how you got there. And mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that everybody's kind of got a very different path. Like yeah. you're kind of like, how do I do that? And there's no one answer. Everyone's yeah. just got to do their I own guess thing. People will be discovering you at different points in your career. Yeah, There'll definitely. Be somebody that maybe ha- had never known about you until they listened to Heart Radio. Totally. Do you know what I mean? And then to learn of the journey. Yeah, absolutely. A bit like no, no, you're right though. Some country messing song, but there is <laughs> the, the claim. Yeah. And everybody's path is different. Very much um, so. But you, people can take inspiration and nuggets of information from that to go, oh, yeah. right, okay, cool, right, so she did that. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Has anyone ever interviewed you for this? So this has came up a few times. I'm like, no, thank you. Not tapping. <laughs> hey, I'd love to ask you, like, your passion for dance and help, like, helping other people and teaching them and get sort of in, inspiring yeah. the health and yeah. well-being and stuff. It's great, though. And yeah. being sort of... like yourself, like, just like stuff has just very much like happened. You're open to it. Yeah. Um, still open to it. Like, still absolutely want to explore other, you know, realms kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just be a good person, like you're saying. Just. Yeah. Be good and do your best. Yeah, exactly. Be, That's what it's all about. I think being nice to people is kind of underestimated. I think being nice to people makes you feel better, makes the it person does. you're this being nice thing, to yeah. feel better. Ah. And in a career sense, they're much more likely to work with you. Yeah. So there's no downside to being nice, no. I think, is what it comes down to. 100%. Because you're happier, and even if it doesn't get anywhere in terms of career, you're still feeling good about yourself yeah, you because you've that. made a nice connection with someone, yeah. you've made a nice relationship, uh-huh. you've had a nice conversation. Like, yeah, if people are um, sort of negative, it's, it's a horrible place to be if people get a bit negative or mm-hmm. down and not particularly motivated. It's it's important mm-hmm. to be around. And I guess positivity. the world in which you do work in, there, there must be quite a lot of positivity there, but you yeah. will, I'm assuming, come across people who are maybe a bit jaded or. 
putting up that, you know, you don't want to be that kind of annoying, bubbly person like, everything's brilliant! <laughs> Look at the day, it's amazing! <laughs> Find the positive in everything! Oh, God, but, no. Yeah, because we all have our moments, and privately as well, you're not going to yeah. constantly put out, you know, your whole life and no. your feeling. But, yeah, just come to things with a bit more, like, right, okay, not ideal, but yeah. let's, well, what can we, how can we make this happen? Yeah, you problem solve, you have a rant, yes. you go... Oh, I'm so I rant all the time. Great. I love a wee rant. I think that's the best way to do it. Again, I think that's a very Scottish trait. You're like, mm. can you believe how great it is outside? I'm so fed up of this blooming weather. And then you're like, oh well, it's a good day for a nice cozy jumper. Like yes. you go, oh, 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 so annoyed. And then you're like, oh well, get on with it. Uh-huh. Like I think you're yeah, allowed yeah. to get it out. Just mm-hmm. move on. Yeah, get on it's with okay. it. Like you're a teacher, so I'm like, it's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel frustrated. There is yeah. no bad emotion. But it's how you you're at an age now where you have to figure it out. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. there is always something that you can do. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just you've got to you've got to try and be a bit positive, to be honest. Like and I say that not being like the most positive person ever. Like really, <laughs> you've got to you're allowed to rant, you're allowed to be like, Oh my goodness. Uh-huh. But then try and deal with it. Move on. Don't dwell. Like, like dwelling it. is a bit dangerous yes very <laughs> sitting much and so. festering over something is mm-hmm. not a good place to no. be that's why I think talking to someone's really important I think talking for me is very therapeutic I think sometimes I've got a problem that if honestly as soon as I say it out loud I solve it I don't even need the advice of the other person yeah. I'm quite often like so do you think I should do that or do you think I should do this and I'm like it should definitely done, be that done, I've done. said it out loud <laughs> you say that problem over in your yeah. head a hundred times you've yeah. got no answer you say it out loud all of a sudden yeah, it makes so much more 99% sense. 99% of the time you probably do know what to do. It's just, like you say, it's just pausing for a second and going, just going, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've it's said like, that out loud now, it makes so yeah. much more sense. So. Yeah, and it is important that we communicate and, and we don't put a front on all the time that we've got it nailed. Oh, yeah. It's all right to be like, ah, what do you think? Lots of people don't. And even if you don't take people's advice, it's nice to say, like, well, do you know, that's, that's a good point, actually, because I... I'm very keen to ask for people's advice because mm. I think people see things in an ever so slightly different way. Everyone's got their own way of mm-hmm. looking at it. So I love taking in as many people's advice about something that if I'm maybe a bit stumped about, speak to loads of people about it. If you can. People you trust, people you kind of have a bit of respect for in terms of mm. their opinion. Listen to their opinion. Don't necessarily take everything they've said because that's their thought. Yeah. Take what suits you, what you think works for your problem. You're like, okay, that's interesting you said that. I didn't think about it that way. But actually, I know that's not right for me. Yeah. Like, And then you almost tick off other things in the box. So you maybe speak to someone else and they say, oh, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, do you know what? You're right. That's how I want to deal with it. Like, not everybody has the right answer, no. but I think it's wise to ask as many people as you can because yeah. everyone's got a wee nugget in the advice Absolutely. that you give that'll you help. Can then f- inform your own decision. Go with your gut. You know, eventually exactly. you'll come to the decision. But you've like, spoken to enough right. people and this is what they've said and you're like, no, I believe what I think is right. But sometimes it takes you to hear things that you think is wrong mm. to know what's right. Just go out and have a nice time. Smile a lot and be nice. That's general good life advice. I feel like we've got very philosophical yeah, here. Yeah, actually. <laughs> This is all great advice, and yeah. because sometimes people just need to hear that. Yeah, sorry, just get just get in the mix, just get oh it go and yeah. figure it out. Well, well you'd be amazed what happens when you do. <laughs> yes, you are living proof. <laughs> exactly, you got it along long enough, you'll get there. Right. Well, let's not get too philosophical. Let's go into the thingamabobs. Yes, let's do which it. Which are very not philosophical. Perfect. I think we need that. <laughs> Window seat or aisle seat. Depends who I'm sitting beside. Oh, right. If I've got someone I know and I can get out, window. If yeah. I'm not, I'll. I mean, as a jet setter, I knew you would be able to answer that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I thought about that a lot. You have. <laughs> Depends on your time. I like it. What's the one story that someone in your family retells about you time and time again? Um, I think the one that's currently doing the rounds because my mum and dad have just found uh, like old sort of VHS videos that they've converted right. to DVDs yeah. and I wonder a wee bit behind the times <laughs> of like when we were loads younger and I think uh-huh. I was about two and I had like a wee red coat on and I've always been a bossy boots basically as again oh yeah and I've got my hands on my hips and I'm like hurry up I think I'm honestly I'm like two years old and I'm shouting at my mum and dad like looking as if telling them off now. what to do so I think generally my bossy bossiness is uh, up there with sort of stories but I don't think I yeah I can't think of anything else at the moment that's probably up there, like, just basically I've not changed like, <laughs> since two years old. I had little curly hair, I'm probably Did more like you. you. I've still got curly-ish, yeah. but it's not it's not as good as yours. Well, but it's like, I had, like, wee curly ringlets, and I was Did just like, know. well, we did quote, and I've seen the video, and I'm just like, hurry up, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a horrible that. child. I'm exactly the same. There's a video of me, I keep talking this one, I'm like, why did nobody just tell me to be quiet? And I'm like, um, so dad, see tomorrow, um, could you film me? Because you filmed him all way loads. <laughs> and he's like, I right, hen. And I'm like, somebody tell me to shut up. So we know. were born performers, uh, what well, can I, I say? I know, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were to go on Mastermind, what would your specialist subject be? Maybe Friends. I think it's quite, it's, it's contained enough that you could really study it. And I've watched them so many times, I'm not even sure I'd have to study it. So, yeah. Nice one. I reckon that's, a, that's something I'd know a lot about. It's still one of my happy shows. Best day you've ever had? That's very, very tricky. I know. Because I've had quite a lot of good days. Oh, I don't know. That's one day. One, one day, day out of 30 years. I know. That's very challenging. Um... Do you know, I'm not sure, it's, it's definitely, this one's definitely up there. Cool. Probably this year, I had a party for my 30th, and all of my friends were there, like, sort of close uni pals and stuff, all my, like, my family were there, like, Jamie's family came over, he was there, like, kind of all my favourite people in one room, and mm-hmm. I think that stands out there, kind of like the real standout moments nice. you get, where you're just like, oh so lucky it's Great. so nice to have that many that good lovely. people and I had it's one of the things I wasn't sure whether to do a party or have an event and you're like oh should I bother and then I was like I'm so glad I did because it's yes. just a nice excuse to have so many people you care about in Great. one room so I think that was a kind of a really good day and lovely. it's quite one of the more recent ones that stands out and that nice. was that was amazing which award ceremony or event would you want to host that you haven't already hmm is that kind of standalone one event? Doesn't need to be you. It's your question, Jennifer. Go to time In terms of presenting, mm-hmm. it's not a one-off event, but I would love to present something like the One Show. Yes. I think that is kind of my dream. Awesome Thank you. I, I so in terms of the style of presenting I've done before, I think it suits that yes. a lot. I think they're quite good for getting regional people on, but they've not had a Scottish main sofa presenter yet. So it's become things. Uh, yeah, I would love to do that. So I think in terms of TV programme, yeah. I think that would be mm. kind of a dream goal. Tricky, because they only have one female presenter on that, but you never know. Yeah, never say no, never. That's maybe not that like... would be good. Um, Event-wise, I don't know. I've done quite a lot of different events and awards mm. and stuff in Scotland, which have been really good. Like Things like the Thistle Awards for Visit Scotland, mm. celebrating like the tourism industry and that's been a lot of fun it's a really nice room I suppose like a big ceremony although things like the BAFTAs and the Oscars and stuff I always think it's very like scripted so I don't okay, actually think 
they're like, mm. all that much fun yeah. to present necessarily yeah i think i'm going to just stick with the tv program nice. i don't think there's any event that really stands out to mm. me probably the one show great we'll stick with that let's go with that one which hidden talent do you possess oof I have That's zero talents. Talent. <laughs> zero talents. Uh, oh god, I actually don't have that many hidden talents. Um, so I talk too much. Anyway, everybody knows everything about me. Uh, oh, I can fit my fist in my mouth, which what? I don't really want to do right now, but I can. But well, it's a podcast, so I can't. I'll just like she totally does it. <laughs> I yeah, you can. I've got a very big mouth again because I talk probably too much. But you can kind of fit like your whole fist. Wow, in. and how yeah. did you discover? Oh my goodness, you absolutely can. Thank you. Yeah, I did prove it, and my hand is very clean, so it's okay, although I have chipped no varnish on, not um, So, how did you discover you could do this? I mean, I have no idea. I think somebody else did it. Or, like, it feels as if that was maybe a summer camp thing. Oh, you know, yeah. that way, like, we challenged each other to eating competitions and stuff. Right. Like, you had to try and eat an apple in like three bites, like the full apple core <laughs> oh included. Stuff like that. So, I think it's kind of one of those. You're like, hold on. Wait a minute. I think yeah. I can Hang on. <laughs> I can't look. There's another skill. So, yeah, I can put my fist in my mouth. There is no ends to your talent. I know. I, th- I mean, I think really. that's up there, top of my CV. <laughs> um, two more. Can you handle it? I can handle it. I'm ready. I love it. Bring it I love on. It. Can you finish the sentence? When I was wee, I wanted to be a TV presenter. Hey! I did. I think I read it in a book once and I was like, that sounds like a good job. And then I watched TV. Right. I used to watch, weird, I used to watch the holiday programme, um, Jill Dando. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I always remember being young and watching her and thinking, I want to be like her. And now, I, I, now I've done a holiday programme. <laughs> I should probably retire. <laughs> it's not going to get better. <laughs> done. That's so cool though that you can see that. Yeah. It's, it's again, I've just, yeah, it's all worked out very well. Very jammy. And the question that I ask everybody on the podcast is, what is your favourite Scottish word or phrase? Oh, there's so many good ones. I mean, one I use probably most regularly because I live in Glasgow is drich. Yeah. And I quite like saying glaikit. Nice one. Pure glaikit. Yes. Because I definitely have a bit of a glaikit look in my face. (laughs) Oh, you should not. I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Zoned out there. Yeah, that's a good one. There's so many good phrases. That's come up a few times, actually. Yeah. Hodgerwish, that's a good one. Like, I don't know, there's just so many good phrases that are Scottish that I almost don't think that there's that Scottish. You just use them. I know, that's the thing. There are there's been a few that have came up in the podcast that I haven't heard. Ooh. They're obviously like very, you know, kind of regional like Baffies came up and I was like, What's that? It's your slippers? Oh apparently your Baffies. And I'm like, What? No, I've never heard yeah, of that. Yeah, but most of the ones I have heard and probably would use on a semi regular basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. exactly. There's just so many good mm good Scottish words but no I think probably Dreek or Glaikit nice one you've really got to sort of be quite guttural with them don't you <laughs> it's that sort of soft CH though that nobody can ever mm. say at the end of my name Ryuch. oh yes of course although Go Holly again. Willoughby did pronounce my name right on this did morning she? earlier this year yeah well she got done, it right she's like we've got Jennifer Ryuch in Helensburg I was like <laughs> oh hi Holly hi Phil how are you doing <laughs> just your pal Jennifer here <laughs> <laughs> love it I wish love it. I wish oh wait listen as I say, thoughts become things. It's anything is possible, and you are nailing everything that's been it's put very in front kind. of you. Thank the you. The opportunities, like you say, you've grabbed them with both hands and tried. You are very inspirational, Jennifer. You're and I'm delighted far that too you're kind. a broad brave member now. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Woo! I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Broad and the Brave. 
a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.